Hey everyone, welcome back to the Winner's Circle. I'm Derek. And I'm Cody. And we are here with two BB Can legends. We've been talking about BB Canada all season. So we wanted to bring two legends on to kind of get their thoughts on the season so far. Sometimes you don't agree with us. And then for most of the show, we're going to do what you guys really want to hear about. Probably what the thumbnail and the, you know, the, the title is. Gotcha. We're going to, we're going to cover you guys. And we're going to talk about eight BB can players and eight BBUS players. We're going to put them in a house. You guys are going to let us know who would win. We know who we think would win. We've been doing a little shit talking before we started, but we're going to let you guys weigh in. So before we get started, let's introduce these guys in case you don't know who they are. Okay. First, we have Emmett Blois. What season were you on, Emmett? Season one, man. The OG. We didn't even know if the season was going to go. I was waiting for people to come in, knock on the door, and be like, fuck it. No one's watching. Time to go home. (laughs) (laughs) Emmett was an absolute beast. Emmett and I have been friends for years. Cody and Emmett are friends as well. They actually hit the gym today. Then we got my man, someone I've been a fan of since watching him on his season, Bruno. How do you say your last name, Bruno? Aleo? Aiello. Aiello. I was kind of close. That wasn't yeah, bad. Yeah, close. You almost sound out every letter, I-E-L-O, Aiello. And you were on two seasons, Bruno. What seasons were you on? I was on uh, season three and season five. So season three was the first one that when it finally when it hit global, and then season five, uh, you know, obviously a couple years later, a couple seasons later. Right. So you guys know the show, but before we get into it, Cody, I got to always tee it up to you. What, are we, what am I about to say? What are you about to go to bed and win? Listen, everybody that's in here that really <laughs> hasn't been in and maybe just saw Emmett post about this or Bruno post about this, what we really need you to do is when you get to that, the Winner Circle YouTube channel, hit that subscribe button. It costs you $0, but it is very important to us. And right next to that subscribe button, there's a little bell notification. I'm going to need you to tap that. I'm going to need you to hit all so that every time we are putting out a random video like this, because this is outside of the realm of when we usually post, you guys aren't missing out on a video. And we also would love for you to comment down below whether you agree with us, whether you don't agree with us. Keep it clean, because guess what? We love hiding people from the channel. And so if you want to be hidden for life, you can go ahead and comment something nasty. And if you guys are listening in on audio, please give us a five-star review if you feel that it is what we deserve and leave a comment because that all helps us and we appreciate you being here. Okay, well said. Let's get into it. BB Can 10, we're a little bit more than halfway through the season. Emmett, I'm going to start with you. What overview, what do you think of the season so far? What's some of your general takeaways? Um, well, just to be totally honest, uh, every prediction that I made at the beginning of the year was wrong. <laughs> so when we okay. first I season, go the other way with that, no, I, honestly, man, I, I had high hopes in a lot of people that are no longer there. And it just like, I who, think are some of those? People, who are some of those? Honestly, the, the Kyle Shore guy, when I read his bio and, um, you know, saw like the first couple episodes, I was like, you know what? This guy's got great social skills. I think he's going to blend in really well. And I think a lot of people are going to like him. I think he's going to go far. Also, I thought Moose was going to do really well. You know, super bubbly, fun guy. He was friends with everyone. I was like, okay, if I had to put money on it, these guys are going to go deep. What do we know? Kyle has one of the worst uh, Big Brother appearances ever. And then Moose just walked out the fucking door. So bang, bang, boom. Uh, don't put uh, your money where I tell you to. So, But I'll, I'll say it's been entertaining. It's been entertaining. And I thought... But did you guys see tonight's episode of uh, the, the Wednesday's episode? We have not. We're always like a day behind mm. because we, we if we don't have the VPN on, we got to catch it when it gets posted. Yeah. Okay, well, it's not going to get posted I, tomorrow for us. So we'll watch that tomorrow and get caught up. What do you what do you like think a, of what do you think of what do you think of Kevin's gameplay so far? Okay, Kevin is someone that 
we uh, wouldn't do well in the house together. Kevin is, and you guys oh. probably don't know, remember this, but Kevin's like the Neil of my season. He's a he's a weasel. And like week three, <laughs> I was like, you're fucking done, bud. I was like, we kicked him over the house week three. So uh, that's all. It's frustrating for me to watch it. Like I actually got up tonight because Jackie's like a super fan. She's fucking, we watched it live tonight here. And, I think uh, I think I we actually, hit our cap uh, for f words, Emmett. Oh, whoops! Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I think we hit our cap for the. Yeah. F- <laughs> she, uh, I actually left the the the, the show tonight because I was mad. I was upset how it ended up. Yeah. Okay. Really. I, I love like, that. I, I okay, like, I'm excited like, I'm to watch. Um, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> so, moral of the story. Emmett's not a fan of Kevin. Nope. Uh, Bruno, That's... what do you think of the season so far? Overall takeaways, how do you think it's going, how it stacks up against other seasons, who's some of your favorites, who do you think might win this season, all that good stuff. Right. So uh, the way I look at the season, you know, I, I got to be honest, man. I, I, I never try to talk, you know, smack about, you know, the house. I, I don't see many game players. To be very, very honest with you, I feel like this is a season without many, many game players. Um, if you're HOH, basically you're you're blowing up your own alliance, you're taking out your own friends. It's just been a disaster. Um, I, you know, I kind of agree. You know, I got to I got to tell you, man, I got to agree with Emmett on on the on the Kevin thing. OK, now and, and there's, it's funny how you say like he reminds you of like Anil from your season. He reminds me of JP from my first season. You know, someone that goes in, thinks they're doing this and that. But when you're in the house and here's the thing, man, now we're viewers at home. So we have all the answers in front of us. Right. And it's like it's very easy to piece it together. So it's like, mm-hmm. obviously, he's going to do that. Obviously, he's going to do that. When you're in the house, you don't have those answers in front of you. You don't have that cheat sheet. So it is a little harder when you're in the house. But someone that walks around like that and he's trying to be this, you know, you could tell, man, like this guy's up to no good. Uh, and and uh, I think if there was better game players in the house, he would have been figured out a lot earlier. So I feel like that's giving him that little bit of that pass. Uh, I said I don't, I don't, I don't like he's not someone who I get along with, but I is, I do think he's doing well in his environment. Mm-hmm. He's doing okay. very well. Definitely. I'll give him that. And his, yeah. he's, he's, he's playing great. You know what I mean? But he's yeah. someone in my season who I would like. Frig this yeah. guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Frig. I'm so, in the same Bruno, boat. I'm in the same boat. I, I had a question yeah. for you because what I didn't know, but I found out from the Alliance, my Twitch family, was that there's there was a player on this season that finds themselves on your Twitch streams quite a bit. And that player is Jess. That's and right. so what did you think of somebody that is obviously watching your streams, probably loves chatting it up, Big Brother with you? How did you think Jess did? when she entered the big brother Canada house. Yeah. So let me, t- so let me tell you, let me explain it. So, um, I knew Jess applied. I didn't know Jess made it on the show. Jess okay. kind of just disappeared. Um, but, but they'd always be in my stream being like, uh, can we watch another episode of big brother? Cause we were doing uh BB can three and BB can five. I, I don't know which one we were doing at the time. And Jess would always come in and be like, yo, can we watch more Big Brother tonight? Now, she was taking notes and, and always, mm. and, and I'll tell you something, man. They were asking a lot of questions. Like, Jess was always asking questions. What, what about, what would you do here? What would happen here? And I had no idea. So I was just kind of, you know, answering my opinion, giving my opinion. And I know Jess was taking notes. Yeah. Um, so it was really cool to see Jess on the show. Obviously, I was cheering for them because, you know. Uh, they're part of the family, part of the community, you know? So uh, I was definitely cheering for Jess. I think I think it was a hard run because week one, they were put up on the block, and then you know how it is. It's kind of like an uphill battle. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, there was, you know, definitely messy parts of their game, and, you know, there, it's I, I keep it honest as, as, as you know, I got to keep it honest. Uh, it was messy. It was very, 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 very messy, and, uh, you know, it was it was neat to watch, but uh, it, was a t- it was tough to watch at the same time. So do you think that Jess – Molded her game around a lot of the information that you gave no, her. No, 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 no. Are you no, sure no, no, about no. that? 
No, 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 no. Are you, you sure? Know, about I was that? answering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you okay. know, I was given. T- now, here's the thing I got to say, man. You can always, you know, you can lead, you know, <laughs> you can give answers, but at the end of the day, when you walk in that house, you, you, you got to play your own game. So uh, right. the information is there. And, and one thing I always say, and this is something I talk about all the time, uh, you know, when we talk Big Brother and stuff, especially when like the bios come out and everyone starts, you know, oh, this person's going to do awesome. This person, it's like everybody has a plan. And I think Mike Tyson said the best everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face. So you can mm. have this plan going into the house as soon as you walk into that house you're now face to face with 15 people that have their own plan their own you know motivations their own reason they're going to win and what they want to do and you have to kind of work your way around that as well so you know you see these bios everyone's like oh this person's going to do well well you know what it's another thing too when you're reading these bios is they have a camera in their face they're hyping themselves up you know it's it's totally different environment once they walk in the house sometimes people shell up they turtle up because maybe they're introverts or whatever it is who knows what the situation is but a lot of times you see these people come in with a big game plan and then when they get there they kind of just you know throw it out the window you know what i mean yeah the game is definitely different than most people think i said it you know i went on my one season cody's been on twice even for me everyone said oh your season went pretty smooth for you I was completely overwhelmed by day 40. Mm-hmm. I was like contemplating, do I want to like leave this house? Because it really is a lot more mentally draining than you can imagine. Mm-hmm. Whatever you're sitting at home right now thinking it is magnify that by another 10 because mm-hmm. it's, it's a very difficult game. And I do think that some people, you know, it's one thing to be sitting at home, having a 360 degree perspective of the house, watching the live feeds and thinking I could do that. But once you're in there, and that element of paranoia kicks in that you cannot replicate unless you're actually in there, unless you're in that room wondering what people are saying about you in the other room. It's really something you have to experience to understand. So I don't I don't fault anybody who goes in there and tries their best and ultimately gets caught up in the game and then ends up tripping over themselves and gets out because I think that shows people on the outside how hard Big Brother really is. I think mm-hmm. sometimes people think it's an easy game to play. It, it is not. Yeah, I call, I call it the Bruce Lee analogy, right? You watch all the Bruce Lee videos in the world, every movie. You never miss anything. You practice his moves. And then you get in front of somebody. That doesn't mean that you're just going to whoop their ass like Bruce Lee does. And a lot mm-hmm. of people watch Big Brother and they think like, oh, I see Derek go in that room and manipulate that person. I could easily do that. And they get in the room and they talk to a person and the person literally walks out and goes, they just lied the entire time. That was so easy to like, that was so easy to like sift out. And it's just, it's not easy to do like what you said when, you know, everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face. Like Mm -hmm. you can prepare all you want, but when you get in there, it's a very hard game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's, I I say the same thing you say. People, people go in, they'll be like, oh, you just go in. I'm going to go in. I'm going to form a four person alliance, a six person. What if nobody wants to talk to you? What if nobody trusts you? What if nobody likes you? That's, that's just the reality. So you can go in, you want to make a six person alliance. You, you go in the house and you're by yourself. That, that happened. It's just that that's the reality of the situation. So yeah, for sure. I think studying for Big Brother is a waste of time because <laughs> I think it's fucking, I think it's ridiculous because A, every fucking time you go in the season, it's always going to be different. I'm going to have to bleep right. out. This is, you're making my life so much harder. Oh, sorry, man. Sorry. Okay. I think it's, I think I it's mean, a waste of time. You're cutting a check for this episode. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a waste of time because um, not only is everything different every season? But here's the thing. Um, the, it's a social game. So the people who excel, mm-hmm. and Cody and I were chatting about this today, people who excel in the outside world socially, they're going to excel in the house socially. But then it, it becomes to like a, a certain aspect. You'll see some people that are like 
maybe they don't have a social awareness. They do okay in in, in the social settings because maybe some people don't, right. you know, let them know like, hey, that's a little too much. When they get in the Big Brother house, they they get told because they get the boot, right? But there's some people who just, like, I'll maybe, I'll use Jess for example, just because we're talking about her now. You know, I, I think some people, I think a lot of times, like, uh, she wanted to prove a point more than she wanted to win the game. And, and you know, mm. and I think she had some few arguments, whether it was about the pronouns or whatever. At, at the at the end of the day, it's like you come in to win the game, not to win arguments, single arguments. So to me, it's I'll lose every small argument on the, along the way as long as I win the one at the end. So it's a lot of people don't the realize that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's about the war, not the, you know, the mm-hmm. little battles. Not the little battles. It's a great totally. point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll May 5th coming up fast. That's the finale. So quickly weigh in both you guys. I want your picks. Now, Emmett, you said you've been wrong all season. Here's your chance at redemption. Okay. <laughs> yep. You know, who's left in the house. How do you see this playing out? Who ends up winning BB can 10 in your opinion? Uh, in my opinion, the person that is playing the hardest now would be Kevin. He's tonight. I, I don't want to blow things up for you guys. Do you mind if I tell you kind of what happened to give you a little, little, little quick scenario? Yeah, you kind of can because this is coming out tomorrow, so it's not a big deal. All right. Uh, tonight, they did the gummy bear analogy. Basically, Gino had the option to not go on the block. Uh, Marty told him basically, hey, like I won't put you into this draw. You can stay out of it unless you want want to. Kevin fought to be like hey i don't want you to put me on the block gino basically volunteered to be like hey you can put my name in there so to me you you gotta want this you gotta play for it and it bothers me when people won't play for it like you gotta fight what what are you even doing there man like what are you doing like as much as i don't like the like i would see i I would i would hope that i would see kevin's game I do admire that he's the one playing hard every day. He's going around and grinding mm-hmm. and building relationships and doing those Incredibly. things. So, you know what I mean? So I can't see a scenario where he doesn't sit there on finale night, you know, and if he gets there, he's going to have a, such a massive resume. He's just got to win a few comps between now and then. And he's going to have, you know, he single handedly kind of had his hand in almost everyone going home. So, I mean, yeah. I, I can't see anyone else winning besides him unless someone gives him the boot in the next couple of weeks, and he's fighting for it, so I don't see it happening. What about you, Bruno? Here's I, I always feel like usually the best player doesn't win. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not saying he's the best player or the worst player, but I, I feel like this – I don't know. I could, I, and I don't even know why I could see like a Helena winning. I don't even know why. Mm-hmm. I feel like Helena – Josh has always been my lead runner. Here's the thing. I I don't I'm not gonna say Helena's doing like this incredible job. I'm not trying to, you know, build I, I'm not saying she is or she isn't. I'm just saying you gotta look at emotions, you gotta look at uh who her friends are in the jury or whoever's friends are in the jury. Cause that's what it comes down to. And and, and I'll be honest with you, I mean, I knew like and, and I can I, I don't want to talk about my season too much, but let's say season three. Like it, I knew depending who was sitting in the final two, if they won, if they deserved it or not, I already knew who won the season. And because their friends were in jury. So mm. it's like it all depends. If your friends are in jury, you know, they're not gonna vote against you if the other person deserves it or not, that's just not, that's just the way the game works. It's an emotional game. And I think if Helena makes it to the final two and she has enough friends in jury, I think she can take it. Uh, I see Josh. I always, I always said Josh, I've said Josh for a long time. He's still there. So I got to keep that, that energy. I think Josh, uh, so Josh is my like OG pick. I was like, yo, this guy's got it. But if I were to look right now, I'd say it's a mix between Helena and Josh. Um, Hmm. I would say Helena, if she makes it. 
That's interesting that you say that because the the three people you're referring to are in the crash uh, test dummies. They're all in mm-hmm. alliance together, and yeah. Helena and Kevin are very close, and Josh and Kevin are very close. Mm-hmm. So what you're talking about here is a potential huge backstab where Josh and Helena realize they're super close with Kevin, probably couldn't have gotten to that point without him, but now have to stab him in the back in order to win because if they sit next to him, they have to know they're going to lose. They yeah. have to know they're going to lose because he's already starting to build a little bit of a resume. Nobody really hates him. I don't think they mm-hmm. love him. So that could be interesting to watch. But I think we all agree that it's Kevin's game to win, although his game hasn't been completely under the radar. There's been multiple people that have called him out for being a snake. I mean, multiple people have done it. Yeah. So they're going to have to decide, is he a big enough target to take out? But I agree with both of you. I think that it's going to be someone... You know, the, when you think about the gamers left in the house, Kevin's definitely just purely on gaming perspective is definitely the front runner. Yeah. But there are some people who are starting to pick up the pace a little bit. Helena, Josh mm-hmm. being two of them. Even Betty just won a, a veto. We haven't had great things to say about Betty this season. Nothing personal, but we just right. don't think she's that great of a player. Yeah. But if she's able to win a couple comps near the end, she doesn't like Kevin. She'll gladly put him on the block. Right. So you could have something where... A Betty pulls off a dub for an HOH and throws up Helena and Kevin. And if that's the case and they stay on the block, Kevin's going home. And here's the yeah. thing, too. There's a, a, We know there's a triple coming up, right? That's right. So anything, I mean, that veto and, and is everything right now. Yeah. That veto can literally flip the game upside down. I mean, we yep. could be talking to three people we just we just mentioned. I mean, obviously one of them won't be going home, but you know, we could literally lose two of those people after the the eviction this week. That's just the way it is. So that triple is massive because people don't want to waste that opportunity. If you can take two big players out at once, boom, boom, with no repercussion, just kind of see you later kind of thing. That might be the time people are like, yo, th- this is when we have to do it, or we're never. When else? When else are we going to be able to do this? And that's one big thing I always say. Uh, playing, it's like when people say, oh, we don't have the numbers to get this person out, and it's like, well, if we don't have the numbers today, how are we going to have those numbers next week or the week mm-hmm. after, um, kind of thing. So again, anything can happen. Um, I mean, we could see Kevin walking out next week. We can see Kevin winning the show. That's the beauty of the game. You just don't know until until we know. And yeah, the way, that's, a, that's a great point. The way the competitions are set up, like Big Brother likes to even the playing field. You know, it is literally set mm. up to turn things over and over again. So um, every week's a bit of a crapshoot. I think, it, Cody, Derek, you guys both won. No one wins with a little bit of luck. You know, you can play for oh, yeah, but oh, at some, at some point, you need to have some luck on your side. Like, you you can't go in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? There ha- there's one I know the exact or point. Yeah. So I, I, yeah. I didn't I even win it, and I, I, know the, I know the point where – I had a few moments where I was like, that was just lucky. You know, otherwise maybe it would I know the, I know, my way. I know the exact two moments where I know the exact two moments where the luck struck the other way against me, man. I was like, <laughs> yeah. Man, I could use it's some of that luck. You, it's interesting you bring that because I didn't think about it till you just said it, but you think about the competitions this season. Mm-hmm. There hasn't there's obviously been a couple endurance comps where they were hanging on the the wall that one time, but for the most part, the comps are about balance, strategy. Uh, puzzle solving. Always a puzzle yeah. involved yeah. in it too. It's yeah, not just like point. one strength thing. It's they they. I love that about Big Brother Canada. I love the competitions. We talk about this week in and week out, and the competitions are really like very well rounded. Where it's not just like, you know, the one you uh, Big Brother US competition that is like pretty much all athleticism, where you got to roll the ball up the one hill and then get to the other side before it rolls down, and you got to do it two hundred times. That's like straight athleticism and endurance. You haven't mm-hmm. seen anything like that on Big Brother Canada, so I think it's it evens the playing field which i love 
But um, I, Big Brother Canada has so many fun things that I like uh, as opposed to some of the Big Brother U.S. things. And competitions, in my opinion, is one of them that I really enjoy a lot more. 100%. I like BB Can. I was got I got Cody hooked on BB Can this year. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, oh, it's, it's being uh, a BB Can player. Wanna... It's nerve wracking. Being an athletic guy, it's nerve wracking <laughs> going into the challenge just because I just know that being athletic isn't enough. You know, and their each challenge always has some level of luck to it that because they want to flip the house over and over, week over week. Right. Like the production yeah. loves well, that. Done that this year. Yeah. Bruno, one what thing, were you going to say? One thing, there's a few, well, the one thing I want to say is, is it's, and, and, and it's perception with a lot of players that go in. You see like a guy like Emmett, he's shredded. The guy and, and Cody, yeah. you guys are, all you guys are shredded, you know? And um, so they walk in the house to take off their shirt. I mean, not me, man. Trust me. It's these two, I but, mean, you know? Like, all you guys are shredded. I'm like, <laughs> well, you know, so, and, and they take off their shirt and everyone's like, we got to get rid of those guys. Nah, they're, I'm they're shredded, cut, I'm shredded. You know, shredded. they're athletic, they're this, they're that. But that, and, and like Cody said, it's, it's the, the and, and, and Emmett said, the competitions are so spread out, you know, to turn, uh, to do a, an AB uh, questionnaire, you don't need big biceps. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Your memories, uh, remember the days, AB, there's ones where you got to stand on a platform. There's, yeah, there's ones where you got to be athletic. But the way that Big Brother Canada at least uh, does it is, it's not all athleticism. It's not all athletic uh, competitions. There's a lot of puzzles. There's a lot of AB questions. There's a lot of, you know, we even had Planko, like random luck, you know, there's so many different ones. Roll a ball, it bounces off of 18 things and it lands in a random number. It doesn't matter how big your arms are. But the problem is if you walk in with the muscles, like, you know, like Emmett has or whatever, I I should say myself, you know, like, but anyway, like right. you walk in right. and you're shredded. They look at you. Like, oh, we got to get that guy out. He's a comp beast. Well, rea- in reality, the That's comps are so favorite, spread bro. out. You're hitting my favorite you know? point, you bro. Know? The comps are so spread out. It doesn't matter if you have muscles. It doesn't matter if you have a, a 70, 70 pack. You know what I mean? Like a 15 pack like that, you guys have. You know what I mean? It's like, of, yeah, I, I never understood that. You. And I think it's because I, I guess I fall into that category, which is annoying because I never like viewed myself as that until I got a little older and put on weight because I, in high school and college, was like soaking wet 125 to 140 pounds. Like I was like the skinniest dude ever. I wasn't like jacked. I wasn't muscular. I was just a twig that played soccer. And so then I, I gained a little bit of weight because I was, you know, I was boozing a little bit after college. No big deal. And so I put on some weight. And then I get into the house and it's like, oh, he's athletic. And I'm looking at these competitions. I'm like, guys, I was a soccer player. I'm not running like the one soccer comp mm-hmm. on Big Brother 16 was like a, a foot kick like mechanism that had nothing to do with soccer. So everybody's like, oh, you should have won that one. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I can use this <laughs> slingshot thing the same as you. And right. so they always view that. And that's one of my least favorite stereotypes that go into Big Brother. It's like, oh, I'm going after the jocks or I'm going after right. the the muscular like guys or athletic guys or girls. And I'm like, for what reason? The athletic people usually don't win the wall comp. The athletic people aren't like running circles around stuff. And like uh, there's no weightlifting competition. So there's like a puzzle aspect. There's like, I guess, maybe a slight agility aspect, but it's really all mental and how composed you can stay. And that could be anybody. It doesn't matter what you look like. 100%. I I think that was a great point. I love that. I was waiting for that to be said. I love that, Bruno. All right. So let's get into into why we're here. Let's get into why this is important. Why this podcast (laughs) is going to be one for the ages and everyone has to tune in. Because since I played, all I've heard about is... Yeah, you know, you guys are good, but I'm telling you right now, BB Canada would wreck you guys. If it was BBUS versus BB Canada, it would be a slaughter. You don't know about Emmett and Bruno and John Party and Netta and all these great players that you guys have up there. And to be fair to you guys, you're only in season 10 right now. 
Right. And we have 23 seasons to choose from. So there's a bigger pool there for sure. Mm -hmm. So to make it as fair as we can, and it's, you know, not perfect. We talked beforehand and basically we told Emmett and Bruno that they get to pick eight players, four men, four women. We're going to do the same. We cannot pick ourselves and it can be from any season for whatever reason you want. And we're going to have our opinions on the two teams. You, you know, like I said, eight us, eight Canada, 16 people in a house, but ultimately you on YouTube, on audio, you're going to decide. So you can weigh down in the comments. Let us know who you think would win. If you're on audio, why don't you head over to our Instagram? You can, we're going to have a poll up there. You can click there. Let us know who you'd win. Or you can just comment on the audio podcast and let us know what you think. But we're going to have our opinions. Ultimately, you guys decide who is going to win the competition, BBUS versus BB Can. We'll go one for one, guys. And we're going to let you guys go first because you're the away team. You can start with a guy or a girl. We're going to match you uh, one for one. So people really understand. And maybe we'll even match you based on who you pick, who we would match up with them. But right. ultimately, it's it's eight versus eight. Which, Derek, right, you're going to have to help good. me out because I've watched one Big Brother Canada season. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You only got to right, watch Bruno, three you... and five. It's all you got to watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go ahead, Emmett. You go ahead, man. You start it up. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you start it up, um, do you want, let's, let's pick a female. I'll, I'll say her because she was on my season. Um, you know, I'm going to say Jillian McLaughlin. Uh, she's a huge comp piece, but I think she is a little bit underrated with her social skills. Um, she did do fairly, you know, really well in that aspect and basically won half the HOH comps during the season. So um, someone that if they were walking down the stairs and you were in the house, you should be a little scared. 100 a great player. Yeah, great that player. was... That was the first one we said right away was Jillian, hundred yeah. um, percent. I, I, to me, I believe she's uh, she's the best woman to play. I would say. Well, it's yeah. interesting you say she's the best woman to play because I, I don't know if I'm speaking for Cody here because we hadn't discussed this part, but I'm gonna tell you who I think is the best woman to ever play BBUS. Cody, if you don't agree, you can say it. But personally, as far as complete game, and I've, one of the best competitors, bar none, I got to go with Casey Clark. Casey Clark is an absolute animal. Casey Clark won her season already. She played one time. She's also gone on MTV's The Challenge, won that as well with CT. Mm -hmm. um, and she has a great social game. She blends in with everyone. Nobody truly dislikes her. She's got she's good with everyone. And as far as competitions were concerned, never mind best woman competitor. She was smoking the dudes. Yeah. She's that good. She was a, a professional, or she might even still be a professional football player in the women's football league. Yeah. Like she's a beast. So I think that's a good matchup. Casey Clark versus Jillian McLaughlin. I don't, again, they're not going head up every week, but right. that's a nice pairing there. I think as far as the, the athletes, your best female versus our best female. So, I like that. Uh, so when that, you're going to be good, Casey, sorry, yeah. Casey's when you're incredible, when you're looking at, uh, at, at players, are you looking strictly like competition, social strategic? Like what's well, your, what's your points to get, uh, to get them in? So I'll, I'll I'll go first and then Derek can like follow it up. I think it's a combination of uh, social is about 40% for me. Right. Strategy is about 40% and then competitions are about 20%. Casey was literally one of the most liked in the entire house so that nobody viewed her. She was always on the right side of everything. And she didn't get the mastermind edit because that went to Tyler Crispin. 
Um, but she was also like so strategically involved in so much. And I only found this out because Tyler would talk to me about how heavily involved Casey was. So I know she had strategy. Everybody loved her and the social game. Tyler would talk about that. And then the competition, it was just like no question about her. So that's how I, I don't know how Derek's going to say he weighs it, but like, that's my way. That's what I was telling Emmett earlier. Like I kind of view it that way because it's like very important to have a social game, but very important to have strategy to go along with it. And you see people that throw competitions, but I do think there's an aspect to that that's important. So that's why I kind of drop that percentage a little bit. I love, I love that you say that because one of the one of the uh, women that we picked, I have that exact same view uh, that you said. It's like the social part to me is so important. It's so important, and being able to be in a room and people like are welcoming you in a room. If you're welcome in every single room, that's a that's a that's a part of the game that people do not understand. Because a lot of times you walk in a room, people will be like, they look at you like, what are you doing here? If you can walk in a room, people are like, yo, come join the conversation. That's a massive part of the game that people do not understand or, or see when they're watching at home. And that's why one of the people, uh, one of our our women on the list. Uh, I got to say is that's, that's why it was one of them that we picked, uh, was just simple. That simple fact that they were welcome. Stop teasing us, Bruno. Who is it? Yeah. Who's All right. <laughs> Number two, you want to go? Yeah. You guys done with Casey? Yeah, no, we'll, we'll get I, him quick. I, I, we got I, 16 I, to go through. So I, I just want to throw one little, one little comment in there. And I, we were talking a little bit about Bruce Lee before this. Bruce Lee says, what do you fear more? The man that, that is, that, uh, is good at a thousand different kicks or the one that has perfected the one kick. And he always said the person that has perfected the one kick. So I think you got to throw in there someone that is just an absolute beast at one thing that's going to throw an absolute curveball. Because, you know, maybe their social skills aren't perfect. Might be a teaser here, guys. But they're going to just cause an absolute destruction (laughs) on on one, one side of it or not. So... Go ahead, You Bruno. guys pick who you want, Emmett. We're going to pick who we want. Don't try right. to influence us, okay? All right. So the the second the second woman I want to talk about, uh, and we were saying, someone that's always welcome in every room, invited in every conversation. You know, you walk, they walk in. It's like, yo, come, come join us. I got to say Paris, man. Such an underrated player is Paris. Uh, she won season six. Um, so likable. Uh, just, I, I gotta say one of the most underrated players, one of my favorite winners of all time, Paris, 100% hands down. Uh, again, like I say, just being welcomed in the room, having that social game, uh, you know, it's that, that, that brings it that far. Not to me, Paris is super underrated and, uh, deserves uh, another shot. Cody hit him with ours. So, uh, this, this person I think is, so I would have said this person would probably have been our, our best female um, but then again, it's like, and I say that of the four, I think all four of these women that we've picked are out of control. I think they would just crush for a, a number of different reasons. But somebody who I thought was incredible, which was robbed of winning. She was robbed because of how the show was produced and she should a million percent be a winner. Um, and that is Danielle Reyes. And the reason why mm-hmm. I love Danielle Reyes is because she, one, she should have won season three. Two, she was, she found herself in the hot seat in the first first week of season seven which was an all-star season which was a star-studded cast and like her her like conscious ability to understand her surroundings and know what she needed to do in that scenario which could go opposite for a lot of people like uh oh my game is blowing up and now i'm gonna ruin everything i'm gonna be really hectic showed how really composed this player is and i think daniel reyes is easily the best, if not one of the best women that has ever played Big Brother US. I don't know about Big Brother Canada because I haven't really watched. But there was a point you just made, Bruno, and you said 
when a person walks into the room and they're welcomed in any room that they walk into, that is a big aspect to that social. But there's another aspect, and it's when anybody walks in a room and one player makes them always feel welcome, no matter who it is, I think that's more important. Because mm-hmm. everybody remembers and votes for the person that made them always feel 100%. like they were never an outcast. 100%. And I feel like Danielle Reyes kind of holds a little bit of that because she's just like, she knew how to talk to anybody no matter what. Even if she knew you hated her, she was like, all right, I'm going to talk to you and I'm going to make you think I'm your best friend and I'm going to absolutely backstab you because she's ruthless. And Danielle does make you, when you meet her, we've met her multiple yeah. times in person. She's so inviting. She's so, yeah. she, her social game is ridiculous. But I'll also say I had the uh, fortunate pleasure of meeting Paris as well. And she's amazing too. Like I had just met her nicest, sweetest girl in the world. But I remember watching her on the show and she was, she had, she had plans. She was, she was definitely in there to win super smart. I believe she's got a law degree, right? Yeah. She's like, yeah, she's, super smart. Yeah, yeah. Like super, super smart. smart. Like she, she knows what she's doing, but also again, just like Danielle, very inviting. Like even though you just mm-hmm. met her, she, she had just one right before that. And she was super humble and super nice to hang out with. So I see it. I can definitely see it. It's funny that we picked those two players because they have a lot in common. Mm. Yeah, Danielle Reyes is, is an absolute beast. Amazing yeah. player. One of my favorites of all time. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Next up for you guys. If you want to keep going with the women, you can go with the women or you can go a guy. It doesn't matter. We're going to match let, you play for player. All right. Let's, sw- let's switch it up and go to the men. All right. Let's, let's do let's, it. Let's, let's go two guys here. Um. All right. Number okay. one. Are right, you go two uh, and then we'll go two. Yeah. I uh, know we'll go one. You go one. We'll go one for one. I like this. I got it written down right. here, kind of okay. going head to head here. Um, all right, Emmett's number like, one. Don't you tell me we're gonna do yeah. it. I, don't you try to tell me what <laughs> sorry, to do. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm never getting invited back. I swear too much, and I try to be too controlling. No, no yeah. absolutely not. No, <laughs> it's not no, true. Not, not true. Um, uh, all right, um, this guy's been on twice. He's a beauty. Uh, he's a super smart guy. And again, um, I do believe that being on multiple times, you do learn from mistakes and. He does get better every time he, you know, every time he's gone on, he's gotten better as the season's on. So it's it's Kevin Martin. I think he's going to be a threat to anyone that he plays against. And uh, yeah, everyone should be a little fearful if that guy walks in the house. Kevin's a beast. One of my yeah. favorite BB Cam players. Obviously, we, you know, I don't have to run down the resume. And 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 again, for a living, we were saying this a little bit before it started, even though I was weighing in. And Cody's like, stop, stop weighing yeah. in. That, but, by uh, the way, shout out to Derek for literally net mentioning names also. But yeah, I don't I want to take away from these guys. Yeah. Emmett and Bruno had them all written down too. Yeah, so it wasn't, yeah. But I was still yeah. pissed because you were like yeah. giving them say, I was like, what are we doing here? Kevin, Kevin strategizes for a living. So, I mean, mm-hmm. if I think about it, like if we're really playing this out, if he comes back, he's a problem. He's a problem for the house. I know if I was in there, I'd be very concerned about him because he's a social guy. He's super smart. And he proved in his, his returning season that if he if he gets his back against the wall, he can win comps if he has to, which is mm. kind of the trifecta. But I do think totally. we have someone who could go toe-to-toe with him. I do. Who you got? And that person needs really no introduction. That's Dan Giesling. I mean, what are we talk about here, you yeah. know, uh, that will just, well, what was that smirk for Emmett? What's that smirk for Emmett? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's really not much to say about Dan. Great social player. Yeah. Um, yeah. can win comps when he has to <laughs> super smart, great strategist has had his back against the wall numerous times and, uh, and almost won twice. Won. Arguably uh, should have uh, won twice. Yeah. If it wasn't for a uh, winner versus a non-winner. Yeah. I, honestly, he, he should have won the game twice. And I do think Dan is underrated. Like, Everyone gives him all this praise for a social game, but the guy's an athlete. I, I do. I don't think a lot of people realize yes. that. You know what I mean? So I think he is very underrated in his ability to win comps, but he was just so good that he never had to. 
So like he is, yeah, yeah he's yeah. He knew the game. His, he threw a yeah. ton of stuff. He's a part of his strategy. Yeah. I, I follow him on social. Yeah. He runs like every single day. He's running miles every day. He's oh, he's definitely he's, a complete player. Yeah, he's yeah, he's, the he's a complete player. Package, so. Yeah. Yep. Solid so that's solid, that's our solid, pick. Solid pick. Back, back to you guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Bruno. You came right, out with fire, so we had to come yeah. back with it. <laughs> All right. Here's here's another one. This is actually one of my favorite players. Period. American Canadian doesn't matter. The winner of BB Can Seven, Dane Rupert. This guy is an absolute beast. Like this guy. When you say full package, this guy is a yep. full package competitor social game he's just the the social game on this guy is top notch everyone likes him he's goofy he's funny he doesn't come across threatening but he's super athletic he knows what he's doing dane is by far my favorite canadian player period nobody comes close uh personally for me i think dane is the best we've ever seen uh never nominated right never nominated unanimous win yeah, the guy was unstoppable man like the guy Mm. was incredible uh you talk to the guy he just got like Again, welcoming. He's, he's just he's goofy. He's funny. He makes you feel comfortable. You're not on. You know that is such a uh, such a good trait to have. And uh, the guy can turn it up and loyal. That's what you need in this game is loyalty. You know you, you have if someone's got you, they got you. You need that. You need that in this game. And and that's that's 100 percent to me the best player that's ever played in Canada. What period. was their alliance? The pretty was that the pretty, the pretty boy boys. alliance? The most dominant. He had a bigger alliance yeah. that he was kind of shelled by and protected. He had some right. big dudes in that. You're right. He he's definitely the complete package for sure. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I think Dane's the real deal for sure. I think the one on our side that can really match up to that one. And it's because you said he's a winner. Um, So I want to give you another winner on our side that was, again, I think complete package because he was in one of the best alliances that was ever created in Big Brother Mm -hmm. in the brigade. He won a ton of competitions. He was loved by the guys because he was a bro. And then he was loved by Mm -hmm. the women because he flirted with all of them and they just were like because he's a stud um and that's Hayden Moss. He yeah. is one of in my opinion, he was somebody that I was really hoping would be on All-Stars when I went because mm-hmm. I was like I could get along with this guy and I got, you know, Enzo who I'm so grateful for. He's one of the most incredible guys that I know. But Hayden Moss was a guy that was in this alliance. They knew when to cut the ties with one of their alliance members, which was ruthless. So he knows how to, he is very aware of the game. He knows how to win. And he won out the whole back end of the comp and put himself into the finals and then ultimately just clean sweeped it and took it home. And so I think Hayden Moss is such an incredibly well-rounded guy, but he wasn't in the DR for his strategy. He was just in the DR a lot because he was the guy that was always winning, was always involved in who was going home because of the brigade. And so his strategy didn't really get to shine through in the edit, but it's like he was a very intelligent guy that I think was had checked all the boxes as well. I think it's a good. Yeah, matchup. I think he's one I'm, of the most I'm, underrated players yeah. on on the American side for sure. Uh, again, like you say, and 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 our ne- we won't get too far ahead of ourselves, but that's the next guy. You've literally nailed the next guy to a T, where it's like everyone wants to be your friend. Uh, the girls love you, the guys love you. You have that like magnetism to you again another trait that you don't unless you're in that house with them and it's like you don't feel it but you got to feel that magnetism they have that charisma they have and uh it goes a long 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 way and yeah i agree super super underrated yeah good pick all right hit Uh, us with your next one you can go female male whatever you guys want to do you want to jump over to females whatever you want buddy yeah sure all right uh number three um again uh you have to have that social presence. I think Cody mentioned before, he's like, I think you said it was 40, 40, 20, 40, 40 or something. 20. 
Yeah, 40-40-20. I do math. It's easy. Yeah, I think think Netta is who we're taking here because she had such a strong um, control over the house on her season in season two. Uh, We just saw that kind of, you know, she was with John who, you know, won a lot of comps, but we saw it in the edit that she was controlling what was going on behind the scenes. And uh, she's someone in there that doesn't matter uh, what's going on in there. She always knows what's happening. So um, we're definitely mm-hmm. going to put Netta down. So I'm extra excited to see who you're going to put up against her. And that was somebody from John. Is that John? You When you mentioned John, John, you meant John Party. Yeah. He won John that Party. season, correct? He, right. he won that season. like a couple in there. Yeah. Yes, okay. So, yeah. so, so. Yeah, Netta's Netta's an incredible player. I mean, I I got to play uh, with her on season five uh, when we both got the second time around. She was she's like like Emmett said, she knows what's going on. She has that information. Uh, the thing about Netta, she'll cut you. Like it doesn't matter. You could be your best mm. friend. She's gonna cut you. Whatever. She's ruthless. Whatever it takes to get ahead. Um, really good player. The way she sees the game is is it blew my mind. Like it was just really nice to be able to sit down with someone, break down the game, and have them like understand it. The way that she did, it, it blew my mind. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, obviously the season five, you know, run of Netta didn't go as, as well as her first time around. Mm-hmm. But you got to, and this is one thing I want to bring up too. The first time you play, and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna bring this just real quickly here. The first time you play, nobody knows who you are, right? Nobody mm-hmm. knows what you're about. Nobody's seen your DRs. Nobody knows your gameplay. No one. So everyone goes in the first time they see Netta, they don't see her as a threat. She's doing her thing, doing her thing. She comes back in season five. She is the best player to ever play. She has the biggest target on her back going in so you can look at it as there's an advantage to it because there's vets there's also a disadvantage because there's a target we don't know the eight newbies we've never seen them before we don't know what they're about so they have her resume in her hand they mm-hmm. have they have her playbook they're, they they know what she's about they know that how she sees the game yeah she's a big threat we got to get rid of her and so i think the second time when you go back like that especially when it was a half and half it was a big disadvantage because she had she was a walking target coming into the house um mm-hmm. it's it, you know it, it's she she actually finished third because John cut her at the final right. three, right? He won it. Right. And and it's one of those mm. things where most people, and this is nothing against John, everyone felt like Netta was running the season. 100%. You know, John was kind of her weapon. And then at the end, he made the right move because I do think if it was those two sitting in the final two, maybe Bruno, you can speak to this. If it's Bru- if it's Netta and Br- John in the final two, who, who are you voting for? I, I think Netta would have won, man. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Netta would have win. And it's so f- – we didn't play in this, guys. By the way, you're watching you this. Know, I know exactly which person we're <laughs> yeah. going to next because we do have yeah. one that matches up pretty darn good. And yeah. it happened pretty similarly. Well, yeah, literally yeah. finished third on her season. 100% could have won her season, was the mastermind behind her season. But the person who won the final HOH knew that and cut her. Do you, remember, do you remember the finale? What he yeah, said? we were there. He remember what he said he, for everyone he said, to me? Well, what season? He said, I don't want – he could this is season 17 right after us. And he literally called out Cody. Cause he's like, I don't want to be a, what do you say? I don't want to be he a literally Cody goes. Little. I don't want to make the same mistake as Cody. Cody. And so he's and like, we're sitting in the audience. That <laughs> was rough. That was Everybody rough. Like, turned around and just goes, and I'm like, yeah, okay. I get it. It's okay. I'm here with him. <laughs> so no further, no big surprise here. It's Vanessa Russo. Yeah. Great strategist, brilliant mind. Another poker player, by the way, was in control of the season from start to end. Mm-hmm. The only mistake she made was not winning that final HOH against Steve. She lost. Steve realized that he was going to lose unanimously to her if he was sitting next to her. So he did the right thing. He cut her. She goes home number three. She's yet to come back and play again. She ended up having a couple children, so I don't think she will. Mm -hmm. However, this is a hypothetical world we're living in, 
And I think she would have learned from her uh, a couple mistakes she made as far as maybe jury management, but more importantly, just if you're going to be that controlling of a player, you got to win outright near the mm-hmm. end. So Vanessa Russo is our third woman for the season. I think that's a nice pairing between the two. And again, we didn't plan this. It's just the way it's working out. Yeah. We're just kind of throwing counter punches here. And I'll also but, say this about Vanessa, and I'm happy that Big Brother US changed this. And I don't know how Big Brother Canada does it, but the final HOH, the third part to the final HOH was a crapshoot. And there was no skill, no memorization, no nothing to it other than let's guess and hope one of us get tilted in the right direction. And it favored us, Derek and I, because... The both of us were in it and we were taking each other. It doesn't favor someone like Vanessa who needs to right. win it, where if it was a different competition and no, don't get me wrong, it was Hayden, correct? It was uh, Steve. She went Steve, against Steve, Steve Moss, yep. right? Steve yep. was there. And I know that Vanessa would have been prepared for what the new final three HOH final competition is. And it's like, how many vetoes did this person participate in? And like name two truths and the lie. And it's very difficult and you have to be prepared and studying the entire season or else you don't win that. And it's less of a crapshoot. And I would have loved to have seen if Vanessa could have won that comp because she would have been a great winner. Uh, I just want to interject here. I'm going to say something because my season uh, finale night, uh, I went up against uh, Gary in the final comp and it was basically a crapshoot. It's like, what was this person's strategy before they came in the house? How the fuck am I supposed to know that? You know, uh, yeah. anyone yeah. could have beat me. Right. You know what I mean? Like a baby hitting A or B exactly. could have beat me. And uh, yeah. after the show yeah. was over, I was fucking pissed. Sorry, should I say it again? Uh, I was like, I, <laughs> I, gonna I, bl- I told, gonna I blank t- him right out. I told the producers that, like, Big Brother, you guys pride yourself on the smartest person should win this game, but you leave it up to chance in the very end. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, in Big Brother Canada, I'm not saying it was me that did it, but we've had a fact based uh, final comp. So it was fact-based. So if Love you that. studied in the house and you knew your stuff, did that. like that to me, then the smartest person wins. It's not a crapshoot. So put the yeah. facts mm-hmm. down. Whoever knows their stuff should be there at the end. Should have the choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So who's paying me, attention? Who's you know making right. that, making it's track of the days and all that? Yeah. It's just part of the game. Yeah. No, totally I agree. agree. I agree. That's a good pick. I agree. Vanessa's a good pick. That's a good pick. So where right. are we at? So we... you got either one more female. Or you got two more males. Let's finish off. Right, the let's finish warrior. off the females. All right, let's know? do it. All right, so our la- yeah, sure. Our last female is Ika. We picked Ika Wong. Um, very good socially. She's a social player. Um, good at getting in people's heads, getting information, stuff like that. Um, you know, obviously uh, was paired up with Dimitri on season five. That was a good duo. And that's, you know, and that's the thing. If you can find your right duo, uh, you know, Ike is not known for her competitions, but she was known for her social skills, being able to manipulate a bit. And Dimitri took care of the competitions that kept her safe. Um, so Ike would be our fourth uh, female or fourth woman to, uh, to play. And uh, yeah, you got to have all aspects. You got to have all angles. It's not always about competitions and uh, the social side. She brings a little fear factor. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like Ike is like our, you know, our our fourth liner who's like there. Be like, hey, she's going to pump the team up. You know what I mean? She's there. She's a big support system. And like, again, she's got a great social game. She may not score a lot of goals, but you know what I mean? Trying to get her out of the house is going to be an absolute nightmare. And she is going to blow everything up on the way out. So you got to be prepared for that. And which scares a lot of people. You know what I mean? Some people mm-hmm. physically no, t- yeah, sh- just won't get rid of people because they're afraid of what is going to you know, come of it. 
So I think she's got totally. the fear factor. I th- yeah, I I know I know this person did have the fear factor because I played with her, but I also watched her other two seasons. And our last uh, woman is Danny Donato. Uh, she played her first season with Evil Dick, who ended up winning that season. She ended up getting second. She went back her second time and was attached with evil dick and then evil dick had to leave so it kind of put her in a really really bad situation so she had to try to overplay and it kind of blew up in her face on her second season in the third season she was killing it she was easily the best player or one of the best players on the season and it was known by me i was like and the fear factor that you mentioned was big for me i was like i cannot try to get danny out or else at unless it's the right time and i knew when the right time would be and it would have been a double eviction i was like only time i'd go after danny is on a double because it'd be quick she wouldn't be able to blow up anything because i divulged so much information to her as well my game and so many other people's could have gotten blown up because she's that trustworthy and she's that in with a lot of people her social game is one of the best but she's also literally like the veto queen she has won mm. such an obscene amount of competitions. And her endurance on the wall, forget it. On the wall, just veto. She wins when it's clutch. I remember on season uh, 13, it was literally like everything blew up in her face. It was like, Danny, winner, you're going home. And she literally won that HOH. And then one of her allies won the next HOH. And it, it almost just prolonged the inevitable because it kind of didn't go her way once, you know, Dick had to leave for medical reasons. But she is literally one of the most incredible players that has never won. And I think she could have won if Dick didn't just come out and have such a great way to finish everything that he was doing that seemed like such a menace and turn it into strategy on the first season. So I think she easily could be a winner if she ever played again. I know she probably will never play again, but she's definitely one of the best. Yeah, Danny was, especially her first time around, was was definitely one of my favorites on that season for sure. I remember cheering for her big time. Uh, I agree. Great player. Uh, and, and you've played against her. So you have that kind of like you understand what it's like to be in the house with her. And that's one thing we only know as viewers. But when you actually are face to face playing against these players, you have a different view on them because you know what it's like. And like you said, you gave a bunch of information. Now they have that information. You got to get rid of them without that information going around the house. And it could be a tricky line to cross sometimes for sure. Totally. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and mm-hmm. I think like that. with your next one. Yeah. I just touched in this. Bruno touched no, go on ahead, Emmett. Well, Bruno mentioned this a little bit beforehand. Like, again, this is Canada versus U.S. So I, I do want to put a few people in here that are going to be loyal. You know, as long as we can keep uh, Ike and Netta uh, at bay from hmm. fighting each other. Right. Know, right. Uh, That's all. I, 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 I was going to say I wasn't going to say it, but I was like, mm, this, is these friend, guys all friends, well, this, this is a friendly yeah, Canada. Friendly. Ho- hopefully, hopefully we can, you know, put our differences aside. But I guess. I guess one of those people that's going to be loyal. And I think there's a few other people that we have in there. Like, I think loyalty does go a little way, especially like you guys know what yeah. it's like. Cause you guys were, you guys were a pair. How like Cody, you felt Derek was like a safe spot and in, in, in vice versa. You know what I mean? Like how great does it feel yeah. to play the game with someone that you know is going to be loyal to you? It's just at the end of the day, you can come Absolutely. back and have a conversation with someone. And I feel like, some of these players here that I, we, we kind of picked are like, I feel like they're going to be somewhat loyal. You know what I mean? They're not just going to yeah. go haywire like like Kevin is this season. God, you never put that guy. I've never put him on my team. You know, he may he may do all right, right. but he's going to right. screw everyone else along the way. So yeah, no, he's getting there. He's he just wants to get himself there. That's all he cares about. Yeah, That's a good yeah. Point. I, I, I got like some team players. We got some team players massive. in here. Yeah. Yep. All right. So next up for you guys, Emmett, is it you this time giving us your next male player? Yeah, because you just did Ica Bruno. So who's yeah. who's your next male player? This is your third spot right here. 
All right, I'm going to put this guy in, and uh, Bruno and I kind of chat about this. This guy's probably one of the most underrated guys, and I, I like him for another aspect. Not only was he great at comps and everyone loved him, but we haven't seen a whole lot of him. He played a long time ago, so he's kind of like the unknown to throw him in there that yeah. I think would do really well, and that's Zach. You know, uh, he was, I think they called him Captain Canada in the house. He was just like he was like a college football player and stuff. College football player, Uh, everyone loved him. Um, I just think that good looking dude, good looking dude. He just had a lot more to give, and I think if you gave him the opportunity again, he would, you know, probably learned a lot from his first season. You'd probably never ever get him back in the house. But this is just, you know, if I could draft him, I think I'd put him in there because I think he'd do really well. Yeah, I say this all the time. I, I'm open about that. He is the most underrated player I've ever seen. I played against him. I played with him and against him on season three. Um, they called him Captain Canada. He's a CFL caliber quarterback, which is like, you know, yeah. it's our, you know, he's a very good athlete. Like this guy is an unbelievable athlete. Um, very good looking. The girls loved him. The guys loved him. All the guys wanted to be his friend. All the girls wanted to work with him. Like every, he had every single person in the house that wanted to work with him. Okay. And he literally could have picked and choose who he worked with. That, that is the magnetism. I talked about it earlier. Magnetism, charisma. Everybody loved this guy. Everybody's giving him the information. The guy could win comps when he needed to. He has one of the most destructive HOH reigns because one of his buddies goes home on his HOH, but that was just them overplaying. You know, it was just overplaying a little bit. The guy understands the game. Like I say, he was so connected. He's like, they're not going to turn on me. I could do this and nobody's going to turn on me. Well, what he, his biggest weakness was he forgot everybody else is playing too. And when you Mm, see there's a shot to take, you take the shot. And we did it, you know, that was the biggest weakness, but I'll tell you right now, this guy by far is the most underrated player. I'll say it a million times. Zach Olenek is unreal at big brother. Like I said, social, good looking competition beast. Everyone wants to work with him one way or another. Everybody offered him an alliance one way or another. Everyone wanted to be at the end, like final twos, you know, all that stuff. It, he's I'm telling you total package, hundred percent total package. Zach Olenek, Let me 100%. ask you, Bruno mm-hmm. for the, this is a question for the court. Let's hear it. Uh, what spot did Zach go home? He left in the, uh, he left, oh man, he was like fourth, fifth, fifth. And let me ask you as a player that season, what was part of the reason you guys sent him home? He left after me, my friend. He, uh, he lasted longer than me. Here's the thing. But wh- and what was the reason? Because. Well, here's the thing. He was so athletic. He was, he was a target <laughs> from the day he walked in, but at the same time, everyone loved him. So it's like everyone right. loved. And here's the thing with players like that, they're afraid to take the shot because if you right. miss, you're in trouble. Cause you know, this guy can win an HOH when his back's against the wall. That's right. So people don't want to take that shot because if they miss, they're done and they know it. And you know, the whole triple. And then that's how that all plays into it. And I don't want to get into mm-hmm. that, but yes, you know, it's like, that's what it is. It's a player like that. He they, he was so loved and so feared at the same time, which is just, I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. So De- fear, Derek, it's an Derek, interesting thing that you bring up there. Derek thinks he's got a speed on this one. He loves it. Eh? He loves it. He's like, I'm just, I'm, I'm, just no saying, I'm just saying, you know, Zach was a great player, but from day one, as you said, Bruno, he was viewed as a threat and he was someone who honestly, unless he won outright, which you can't do, really in Canada in, in either version because right. it's the way the game designed. Actually I'll say this. Never- I don't I don't think he was that great at the time. I think I want to put Ooh, him back in because I fired. think oh, he's he's good. He, no no Cody uh, we already I, got Canada on the edge here, bro. Done. We already got him on the edge. It's game over. Yeah. You no, Emmett's my guy. Emmett's my boy. Some, you know he made some mistakes, <laughs> but I think going back, he's a different guy 
but he's got all those same great qualities. So I'm putting him back in there for that reason because he left so much potential. Okay. Zach, so Zach, you know what's, Zach's a surgeon. Like Zach's like a smart guy. He's like a I legit he was like, a doctor. He's a quarterback. He's a surgeon. He's like, yeah, dude, he's he was like everything. And he was like six four, six five. Yeah, he's, 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 a, he's, he's a, a weapon. Man. He's a, yeah. yeah. Dude, I'm telling he, you, he literally, man, he's a full package. Like brains, brawn, everything. Like total package. He's a problem. He's a problem. That's 100%. why he'd, yeah. he'd be a target for someone immediately. And that's yeah. why I like the silent assassin. I like the person mm-hmm. who's unassuming, the person who you look at and you go, I just want to hug you, buddy. And then that person goes in and smokes you in the competition <laughs> and sends you packing. And backs and at that you is why he's ruthless. He is ruthless. And that is why our third spot goes to Tyler Crispin. Oh, yeah. Because Tyler Crispin. Yeah is a great competitor, but when you look at him, and I've met him in person, I haven't played against him, but when you look at him in person, he's not someone you look at and you go, this guy's going to be when every single comp. He looks like an unassuming surfer dude, but he's the nicest guy in the world. And if you saw his first season, the second season, you, you could see it. He wasn't there. In All-Stars, he was not the same Tyler Crispin from season one. Right. He wasn't in it to win it. I think he really missed Angela. He didn't really want to be there. How did he I do in his really second season? I he really regretted going. How did he do in his second season? He got far, though. He got really he got far. Six. He got farther than Zach. In I, got six. Season. I actually don't know. My man, my man Cody sent him home so because he got second his go, first Cody. time and then six his second way time. Way to go. And oh, honestly, yeah. he would have went further if he didn't pull, not to go in the weeds, but Cody really, I mean, stop me if I'm wrong, Cody. Him. You really liked working with him, but he tried to pull a slick move and get out Nicole like a week or two earlier. And, and, well, and, and the you, triple and then didn't yeah. say anything and then literally was trying to like, he just was like straight up lying, which was the good thing about having the relationships all over. Cause I knew the conversation he had elsewhere. Then he came in, had the conversation, man. I'm like, yo, he's lying straight through his teeth to me. So I was like, all right, he's not my boy. So now he, I can't trust him and he is an absolute animal. So I, there was no way go. to not send him home. Cody and Cody pulled and Cody pulled the fucking, he hit the nuke button. That was it. Game over. You gotta do it. You gotta do it. Yeah. You you going against one of the goats. Yeah, Tyler's one, one of my favorites. Goats. No, Tyler so, is, is so, absolutely. But nice. we love Tyler. Great player. Uh, yeah. Would if I went in there with him, if I wasn't working with him, I would be. I'd be gunning for him right away because that dude. If you saw the DRs and you saw him, like he'd be in a conversation with you talking about how close you guys are, and then five minutes later, he's in the other room with someone talking about how he's got the same relationship with them, and mm-hmm. everyone felt like. Tyler was their number one all the way to the end. He had like and I was six shocked. final twos, right? <laughs> yep. He had like six final twos. I was shocked he didn't win. But the only reason he didn't win is because he went up against someone who is a better player. And that's who we have on the list as well. Casey Clark. So yeah, Tyler's greats. in the third spot for us. Yeah. Two great players that yeah. season really got, you know, he's got the complete package. Um, I think if he came back again, he'd be coming back because he really did want to play. Although, from the conversations that I've had, mm. there's zero chance of him coming back. But again, no. just like Zach, it's a it's you know we're living in a dream world here. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. No, I, I, I think I, Tyler's I, amazing, amazing. Yeah, I, I I I wasn't saying that to say like you know like I'm trying to throw him down. I actually I couldn't. Yeah. I didn't, no, I, no, totally. I no. forgot no, that he yeah, was no, on I, Cody's season. And, and to be fair, and he would tell you this: All Stars was not his best body of work it really wasn't like he did a lot to himself he put a lot of like self-inflicted wounds there was a lot of people he was viewed as a threat but there was a lot of people that wanted to work with him and he did a lot of things because and i do it was like okay we're getting to the point of jury and it's like i don't know tyler felt like am i going to be in a position to win the game i don't know if i am so maybe i want to go home before jury and he was like self-imploding then all of a sudden he got his head in the game but at that point it's like dude you don't have your head in the game for a split second you fall behind and he fell behind 100 percent. yeah it's he, made some, he made some calculations that were wrong for sure yeah yeah i, I think, rough, and that's that's I think tyler's great 
he played well in the beginning, right? And then kind of in the end. He did. He was doing okay because you were working with him, Cody. He had some good alliances set up, and I think he just pushed a little too hard. You know, I think we all have experience. I'll tell you who it was. It was Danny. He didn't trust Danny at all and found himself in two big alliances with her and tried to, like, he tried to plant seeds way too early in the game, and they blew up in his face instead of just, like, growing into, like, this amazing plan. Mm -hmm. And he was. There was a point where on the outside we were like, it's it's his game to win. It's Cody's game. It was like neck and neck. Like people, there was a lot yeah. of people thinking he was going to win the season. So no, it's uh, it, it, he's a good pick. He's and a great player. I'd love to see him play again and like be there a hundred percent. But um, down to you guys. Will. Final pick. <clears throat> Who's right, it going to be for your eighth That's and me. final spot? All right, last spot. It's a big one. We're going with here, man. This is it. This is the last spot. It's our last male. You can't deny this, Dimitri. Absolute monster. Um, he had to learn the game quick season five. He was on the block week one was one vote away from going home. Uh, and then went on an absolute tear. So we talked about it earlier with Ike and Dimitri. That was a good pair. One was running the social side. One was running the competitions. Uh, he's a good competitor. The guy was winning comps. He should never have been winning. It's like Emmett, man. This guy's a monster, dude. They're winning competitions. They should, they have no business winning. And you guys uh, are put, so you guys are deciding to put a showman's in there to start the game. Interesting. I mean, let's just, let's reset everything. They don't know each other. And you know, maybe, you know, well, let's see. Cody, but, yeah. I don't know if you know, but Dimitri just proposed. Mm-hmm. To Ike oh, the on one BB that we can. just wa- that I just yeah. saw the proposal yeah. that happened this yeah. season. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And the I guy was say, a beast. The showman's is typically do very well, so you guys should be actually yeah. pretty scared. One hundred percent. We we. That's why they get rid of them. Yeah. That's why they get rid of them. I'd be I'd be honest with you, man. Like, and, and you know, no disrespect, but from our list, what I see. So I don't know. You're gonna say your last person in a minute, but. Um, I, I don't see. I mean, Canada. Oh, we're gonna go over. You guys. We're gonna go over the stats. All right, let's. Cody, see why don't you why don't you, why don't let's you hit him with our last pick? So our last one is another person on this list who, um, played twice, been in final two twice, robbed the second time completely, like absolute joke, and it was the clearest bitter jury that I've ever seen, um, because you handed money to a person that was just so not deserving in comparison to him, Paul Abrahamian. Yes. is an absolute beast when it comes to competitions. He is, I think, tied for if twice. not the top spot. Second, second twice. Second twice. Lost to Josh and lost to Nicole. Lost yeah. to Nicole on his first season. And the reason why I love Paul, I don't love his style. Don't give style. me that look, Emmett. I see what you're doing there. Oh, twice? Couldn't get done? Oh, that's <laughs> But here's the thing, okay? So the first time, he had no idea what Big Brother was. He was recruited on the show. Learned the game. And, like, he had people that were shielding him that he used perfectly and then won a ton of competitions at the end. Was extremely well-spoken when it came to, like, manipulation or kind of swaying people his way. The reason why I didn't love his game was, like, he was kind of, like, rule by mob. And he would, like, ostracize people that had to go and, like, really want to make them feel like outcasts. Mm -hmm. And I don't love that. But he almost, like, it, it was like he, like, tamed everybody in the house. Like, how you, like, train dogs. To like, just like, if I raise my voice, you're going to cower down. And he did that with a lot of people. And that's like, a it's a different type of manipulation. But it's like, in this day and age, it was like crazy to watch. But he did it. And then he went to the final two in the second season. And I think that was what his downfall was. People were bitter. People didn't like how we talked to people. People didn't like how we had to lie in his goodbye messages, which I think is absolutely asinine. He lied in his goodbye messages. So that's why you're not going to vote for him. That's just dumb. Right. Um, right. I think he was extremely deserving and definitely should have won the game. But was another one. I, he was he was asked about coming back to All Stars, and just after going through what he did twice in a row, he was like, psychologically, it's not it. We're during a pandemic. I'm not leaving. And he hey chose guys, not look to. at it this way. Look at it this way. If we bring him back again, 
he's got to win the third time, right? That's my yeah. philosophy on it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's only one way to go. Man. Third, what is it? The third time's a charm? Is that what it is? Third right, time's right, a charm. Right. I mean, come on. Statistically, it's in his favor. I mean, he's got to get one. They got to give him one just for the sympathy vote, you know? Like, hey, listen, man, we can't have you a runner-up for the third time. Yeah. I mean, getting to the finals twice is like, I mean, it's a it's hard. itself, like, that he was able to Fuck. do that. Cody, you've I will that? say this. That's crazy. Going over the team real quick. I'm going to go over your team real mm-hmm. quick. We'll, we'll, we'll say the whole names. We got Jillian, Paris, Netta, Ika, Kevin, Dane, Zach, and Demetrius. And if I'm, if Demetrius, if I'm right, you guys have four winners out of your eight. Is that, am I missing anybody? Uh, Paris, Jillian, Jillian. Yeah. Dane, four Jillian, winners. Paris, and Kevin. Yeah. yeah four winners. Four yep. winners. Yep. So four wins, four winners out of eight. That's pretty damn good. But you have no runner ups, right? Because Netta didn't finish number two. Ike didn't finish number two. Zach, not number two. Dimitri finished what? He finished. He was well, well before uh, third, number two. Third or fourth. Third. Fourth. Third, third, yeah. third fourth, so, something like that. Third, yeah. fourth, so you like. guys got us beat in the winner category. We have three winners. However, we have, between Paul with his two final twos, right. we have four runner-ups. <laughs> four runner-ups and, and three winners. And wow. and hey, we we we, we all we all know we, we all know someone we all know everyone takes a sandbag to second anyway. The real the real winner is sitting <laughs> third place. So <laughs> oh. that I mean that has happened, and we have one of those yeah, too. We got sorry. Vanessa there too. If we need that, and Danielle yeah. Reyes. Oh no, Danielle Reyes got second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Danielle got. Fifth. She was a runner up. She got second and fifth. Yep, and then we have Hayden Tyler. Tyler finished third as well. Tyler and uh, wait, yeah, yeah, he was third. No, Tyler Tyler Crispin was second to Casey. Second place. Oh, that's right. So second we had to Casey Actually, I'm sorry. Six. So we have f- five runner-up spots out of eight. Listen, that's yeah, pretty like, simple. Our eight would absolutely steamroll oh, your eight. Close. Like, listen, be I'm, like, I'm a little disappointed. Final eight that, would be them, and all yours would have gone home. I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I'm a little disappointed at your eight. Like, they're good, but they're not great. You know, like, okay. well, I, I, I see. Uh, he, here, here's one thing I see about, <laughs> I see about this. I see a lot of like individuals. Like I don't see any teamwork going on in in BBUS. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I think yeah. you guys will self destruct. Let me just battle that All easy. Right? Let me so battle that I, I easy. Feel, I feel Casey strong about our team. Casey was in a huge alliance. Casey Clark was in a huge alliance. Their alliance was called like the something six. Forgettable, six obviously, or something like that. Then. Tyler was also in that alliance. Hayden was in one of the best alliances ever. And Dan is in one of the best duos, arguably, with the uh, the Renegade. So, like, you, you, we have a lot of people that know how to work amongst the group. To be uh, honest, honestly, I, I, be honestly, honestly one you, your, I, think, I think we'd steamroll. Yeah, and your last pick, honestly, I wouldn't have put Paul on my team. He's not a team player, in my opinion. No. He's well, definitely he's not. not a team he, player. He's, not he's, team he's player. good. Time out. We he's, know that. good. He, he, he's good. But I wouldn't put him on my team. Like I, I think he's actually. All right, so this be is what we're gonna do. This is what we're gonna do. This is what we're gonna do. You guys got a couple minutes. Okay. I want you guys to name two BBUS players that you would have put on our team, and Cody and I are gonna give you two well, BBUS players. I can't. That, I'm, I'm out of this. Eric, I got you Eric covered, bro. Stein, That's why we're the hit. I'm That's surprised. Hit, you, I'm surprised you. not to see Eric Stein on that list. To be honest with you, man. Eric Stein. Okay, Great Eric Stein. Player. Eric Stein. Yeah. Who else? You got need you one say, more. You say that Go aren't forward, on the it. list, or that that aren't on the list that you're surprised that we didn't put on it. Oh, you. Um, I think Doctor Will is like a given, but I'm going to say Eric Stein. That's my pick. 
Eric the thing Stein. about Dr. Will is we know Dr. Will is one of the most entertaining players of all time, but I don't know, like, one, if that would work again. It's kind of like Neta. And modern, two, yeah. he doesn't win competitions. Right. He, he, he's, like, known for not winning competitions. So mm-hmm. he has a big presence. And one of your BB can guys would take him out like week 100%. one or two. I think gone. modern Big Brother, if he played again, he'd just get targeted and see he'd get later. smoked. He'd yeah. get 100%. smoked. Can you imagine him against Dane? Right, right. But I would oh, say for so, me, I'll pick one. I'm going to say Eric Stein, hands down. I'm surprised that, that great he's player. on our list. Yeah. Who would you who would you have filled in? Who would you have taken off our list and put on for him? Who did you have? You had uh, Hayden, Tyler, um, Paul, Paul and, and, Dan. and Dan. And who, sorry? Dan Giesling. And Dan, dude, that's a good, that's a good four. Uh, I'd probably take, I'd probably it's take easy. Paul, out Paul for that. Even though Paul's, Paul's a really good player, yeah. but I would take that's Paul. A solid. Yeah. Yeah. Paul's got to go. Emmett, anybody else, or you want to stick with one guy? Anybody else you would replace him with that you're a fan of BBS wise that you're like, dude, I would have had him. I'm trying to think who else was good with you guys. I can't think of anyone else. I don't know. We pretty much nailed it. So I'm probably, it might be hard that, for you. I, I mean, like, honestly, honestly, you, that, you so, got Dan, Dan is Dan and Hayden. Those are two. And Tyler, Beasts. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, from from what we were able, what you guys were able to pick, it doesn't, I mean, right. I, it's, it doesn't get much better. Just say it. I mean, it's okay. It's a squad. Yeah. We get it. We know. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey it's, it's, a, it's a good team. It's a good team. I'm not going to say let me hit, not. Let me hit you with a couple people. Let me hit you guys with a couple people. Yeah. Yes, I do what you were doing earlier. People. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> John John Party. So where's, John, where's John Party on this list? John Party was in a yeah. ton of comps. Every no, list John's that I Googled, John Party was on every single That's one. That's what I'm saying. Where's yeah, John everyone. Party? Yeah, no disrespect so, to John. John's my good buddy of mine. Yeah. But. Poker player, smart, won his season, absolute beast in comps. Talk, talk to me, guys. Zach so, over John Party. I Zach, think John's going to be texting you guys. Listen, yes. man, John's, John's a very good friend of mine, but I'll tell you right now, Zach, to me, is number one on this list. Zach is like Whoa. the guy on this list. Whoa, oh, yeah, John, yeah. are you hearing this, John? Yeah, okay. no, no, Zach is the guy, dude. Like, I, you, I, got, I, 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 you guys. I, I, will, I won't say Zach's number one on this list, but I, I just, from all the people that I've met, and maybe you guys can say this too, is like, uh, and we talked about this earlier, if you are good socially, you will do well. I just think he just had a, you know, run a bad luck in his first season. I put him in there solely because a lot of people don't know about him. And I think he's like, he. I'm throwing him in there because I think he's just going to do well. I think he's someone who's super underrated. Everyone knows John Party. Everyone knows that guy. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows he's coming out. He's going to be funny. He's going to be goofy. Could he make the list? You know, he, he, he very well could be on the list. He's a great player. But Here's, everyone knows him. Everyone knows him. And to me, he's not. Uh, Dimitri's a better comp player uh, than him. Who else? We got mm-hmm. Dane's better. And Kevin's smart as fuck. So where does he fit? So for me, I was like, he just didn't make this team. See, for well, me, I got too, another one for you guys. Okay, I got, I'm not letting you off the hook Yeah, I got another All one right, for you guys. Let's so we're still got. under the gun here, okay? 41 days in the house. She won four competitions, two you're, HOHs you're and two vetoes. Talking Erica, Erica, yeah, she was Erica? on. She was on the on the on the list. She was there. It was yeah, Erica and but... Kayla were the next was two. Was she though, Bruno? Was she, she was. She <laughs> was. She was. Uh, <laughs> Erica and Kayla were right there. Uh, it was actually it, it, she was on the list, and then we're like, you know, because we want to, we don't want to just go all comps. We don't want to just get to spread it I out. It. Right. I hear you guys a lot of smoked in the comps. Yeah, I got a lot of backpedaling right now. A lot of like, wait, 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 hold on. John is should be on the list, but isn't on the list. No, I'm happy about John. Like I'm happy with the list. we're not back. John's a very good buddy of mine. In the real world, hey, John's right. like my boy. Okay, hey, bro, uh, but again, like, right? we we make sure everyone who sees this, make sure 
Everyone who sees this, just make sure you tag John Party. Yeah. At, at John yeah. Party. Tag John. Okay, no, so it's like, but in, in Big Brother, team. it's like, we try to go for like total packages and stuff or like different strengths. Uh, John's a very social guy, very good competitor, but didn't understand. And, and it's not a shot, but with Netta, with Netta there filling those holes, it worked. If Netta wasn't, you know, giving him that game, he didn't understand the game. He didn't know the game going in. He was literally green to it all. So he was, she was kind of coaching him, through, not giving her the credit over him. I'm not doing that, but it's like she was kind of show, teaching him the ropes as he was going along. But John's, you know, social skills and everything else helped Netta too. So it's a 50 50 relationship. They worked off of each other. So there's no, you know, it's, it, that's what, that's what this game is about. Like, like again, Ika Dimitri, great, great uh, duo as well. One is strong in one suit, the other strong in the other. You put them together, it's the total package. And, uh, and that's what it was. So I think, I think John's a really good player, like, really, really, really good player. But, uh, just, you know, just not good enough for your list. Not, not good, good enough. enough for your that's list. It. You get it. John, yeah, you get it. John, you heard it for yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not good enough. No. <laughs> so let's run down the team one more time for you guys at home so you can weigh in in the comments. We're going to have a poll up on the winner's circle. It's at the winner's circle. Uh, winner's circle cast. It's Correct. not at the. It's at winner's circle cast. Right. So once again, Team US is Dan, Paul, Tyler, Hayden, Danielle Reyes, Casey, Vanessa, and Danny Donato. For BB Can Team Canada, it's Jillian, Paris, Netta, Ika, Kevin, Dane, Zach, Dimitri, two absolute squads would sign up tomorrow, would pay to watch that. I think all four of us can agree at some point, BB can producers and BB us producers. They already talk to each other. They already work together. Guys, we know that you're watching this. You got it. It's time to make it happen. That would be an absolute blockbuster. And listen, let's do it in the U S because I will say this, and stop me if I'm wrong, Emmett or Bruno, but BB Can numbers are a little bit down, mm-hmm. right? The re- the ratings are down. I think it would be an absolute surge to your guys, you know, your, yeah. your the show up there because it's a great show. Arissa's an amazing host. To have that exposure to get people in the U.S. to know the Canada players would be great for you guys. Mm-hmm. It would be great for us. It would boost ratings because U.S., what who doesn't like two countries going at it? Right. Mm-hmm. So I think we all agree we need to see it. I, I think, think what it's going to be do done is in the, the US. Americans hosted. Yes. Yeah. It has I to be done in the US be the because you, the Americans can't but, watch but, the Canadian version. Yeah, it's That's so right. tough. We were talking it, about it, this today. Yeah. It's just too Hands difficult. Down, it's got to be done here. They can make it like a over the top where it's streaming live on Paramount Plus, which we're already seeing Big Brother Canada is getting put on Paramount Plus. So if you right. want to watch previous seasons of Big Brother Canada, it is on Paramount Plus if you uh, pay for that subscription. And so I think it would be cool to do it like an over the top style where you watch it live on Paramount Plus, you stream it. Maybe it does. And they see what the numbers are because the numbers would be huge for that. I think. Oh, I'd be honestly massive. I I, I, I think it would be one of two things. Either a open up your pocketbook and put out whatever money you need to put out to get these players to come. Or if you openly put these type of players in the house, like the biggest U.S. names and the biggest Canadian names, and said, hey, guys, we're not going to offer you crazy amounts of money, but I'm going to give you the opportunity. We're going to go best versus best on the biggest network. Lots of eyes. Do you guys just want to do it? It's almost like the Super Bowl where they don't pay people to perform at the Super Bowl, but you want to be there. I would say, no, pay me money or I'm not coming (laughs) on the show. Dude, it's... It's a lot. I think man. You, they have the money. They need to open. Yeah, I agree they, with the first the sentiment. Money. They need to open up their wallets and pay. So and here's, for for you guys in Canada, 
It's like 20 bucks. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I'll get to you something. If they did it on the American network, but had our competition, our competition's smoky guys out of the water, I, you know, hands Agreed. down. I, like, lo- I love our production really level is. Although is I love Heath. I love Heath, the producer. I do think BB can comps are fresh, new, oh, yeah. innovative. I can't, 100%. I can't disagree with the, you. the house designs, the competition designs, yep. all that stuff. I agree. They always change it up. So BB us is very stale. Yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent. So if they put our, our uh, competition producers in there and, and design team in there, uh, but the Americans handle all the other stuff. The network, it would be a blockbuster. I mean, you got to work just that right there. And it's yeah. n- that's never going to happen. You, the egos, of course, in Hollywood, well, of course, they're going to be like this. No, our competition well, producer is going to do it. And then Kennedy's going to be like, no, we want them. Heath, like, Heath, no. Heath just retired. Heath just retired. So to, there, be, to be honest, you guys don't need us. We need you guys. You don't need BB Can. BB Can needs BBUS viewership. It's you know. I think the viewers. The I think the viewers need it though. We need that. We Absolutely. need that BBUS first BB Can. But what I'm saying is the ball's in the ago, American's court. You know. A few seasons ago, Probably. I do believe Trevor Boris, who did a lot of, uh, was in charge of Big Brother Canada's um, challenges, actually Cops. went, yeah, he went over and did challenges mm-hmm. for the U.S. But then he's like, yeah, like and he was in, him and Heath were working together. But I think the problem, he didn't like it. And again, because they're so constricted, like they still, like, I don't think maybe it was Heath, I don't know, or people above Heath, they didn't have much freedom to do what they wanted to do. Mm, so yeah. in Canada, they have more school. freedom. A lot. Yeah, it's old school. Although so. you guys are always sticking the players in speedos, and I don't know what that's about, but that's a whole different conversation for a true. different day. Always sticking true. you guys in speedos. What what is the deal with that? But that's the way, that's the way I, we roll. Yeah, I, I don't know. There. I mean, I, Put me in a speedo, <laughs> and I will slip Why? and slime everywhere. <laughs> Why? Yeah. So. I think that's it. It's in your hands now at home, guys. BBUS versus BB Can. You know the teams. Well, we'll probably put them in the description of something, right, Cody? So yeah, they know the teams. I'll those in there. Just you send guys me the have it. Um, Bruno, we appreciate you being on. What's your Twitch, real quick, so everyone can go check uh, you out on gaming? Twitch.tv slash Capone Gaming. It's K A P O N E and then gaming, G A M I N G. Uh, yeah, you'll see Cody on there. I'm always carrying him in Call of Duty and stuff, you know, just showing him the ropes and stuff, you know, usual stuff. But yeah, Capone Gaming on Twitch. And Emmett, it I know it's very entertaining. You, I pop in all the time. You have your river rafting. What's the name of the river rafting company for anybody watching from Canada? Because we do have a lot of Canadians that watch the show. Yeah, River Wranglers. Uh, if you're in the East Coast and you're thinking about uh, doing something adventurous, there's nothing more East Coast or unique to Canada than uh, tuttable rafting. So if you're looking for a good mm-hmm. time, come see me, River Wranglers. Absolutely. And Emmett, what's your social? Uh, it's just my first and last name, Emmett Blois. So you can hit me up on. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, just new. Just getting into the TikTok game, guys. I know I'm late. There we go. You know? Let's go. There we go. Yeah. And Bruno, you gave your IG, right? Uh, it's Yeah, whatever. It's Bruno. I don't even know what it is. Bruno Aiello, BB Can, something like that. Something like that. Just look me up. Bruno Aiello. Bruno you got to get, get rid of the BB Can. You got you to get rid of the Dude, I don't can. use it. BB I don't can, use yeah. it. That's yeah. the thing. I don't use it. So I just that's why I say, yeah, it's something like that. It's an old one I don't use very he, much. Twitch, so. if you want to catch up, if you want to be with Bruno, he's yeah. on Twitch. That's, that's, you can see night. his Twitch set up. You look at him with his Thor, the Thor gauntlet. What yeah. do you call it? The gauntlet? The Infinity the gauntlet. gauntlet. The gauntlet. Yeah. Cody, final words from you? No, nah, man. This was a blast. I think um, our team absolutely embarrasses our team any day of the week. I think we might lose Woo! one. No. one in in the in the role of it but you you let us know down below in the comments and if you made it to this point in the video give us a cheese in the in the in the comment section for how bad this big brother Canada team stinks so if you made it to this point in the video get a cheese in the comments and we really do appreciate it I tell you I would just so for guys, some of our late for some of our late listeners that go an hour and 20 minutes 
throw cheese in that comment. I would have. I would have put. I just be honest. I would have put Emmett on that list, and I was actually surprised not to see him on season five. Oh, no, I was, no doubt, Emmett. That's Emmett, why we 100. wanted to make it. We didn't put yeah. ourselves in there because obviously, nah, you, don't you know, we're all confident in, in ourselves. We, yeah. No, that's weird. That's weird. We'll let somebody else do that list. Somebody else can do a follow up video there to this. Go. But listen. We appreciate Bruno and Emmett joining us here in the Winner's Circle. We appreciate you guys joining us as well, as always. And if you guys keep tuning in, we have an eviction basically happening in less than 24 hours. Yeah, it's So stick around. We'll be coming out with a new video shortly. We appreciate you joining us on the Winner's Circle. We'll see you next week.